It's episode 64 of the Evil G podcast. It's too hot in here. <laughs> I was wondering how long one of us is going to take. But yeah, it's wild hot. Wild hot. This is... Uh, Turn this fan off. It'll be interfering with things. Oh, shit. So there you go. For the first couple of seconds, people probably thought we were out in the middle of a storm. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, no, it's wild warm. Yeah, the UK is experiencing like the hottest weather ever at the moment. Um, I'm not sure... Not sure what temperature it is in England. It's supposed to be over forty, which is that's Mediterranean weather there. It should not no. be getting hotter than the inside of your body. No, I remember. Oh, was, have I been muted the whole time? Hopefully. You're not muted, I don't <laughs> think, but you're just a, a little bit quiet. How's that? Is that any better? Coming through clear now? I don't know because this fucking timeline won't move on. With the <laughs> Why is it doing this? We're doing really well. What the? F- <laughs> the Audacity has never done this before. Look at this shit. Yep, I'm watching. It's and away. It's, like, it's, oh, away. it's not on oh, the screen dear. anymore. Um, it might be a recording. Who knows? Yeah. Well, oh, we're gonna have to like judge this every so often. As long, well, as long as you can see that the gray bar at the bottom getting longer, we know we're all good. <laughs> but I can see that over over there. Oh, oh that's right. There's that. lights. Sweet. Ah, okay. say we're good. Noise is happening. Sweet. Well, it's very warm, and but that's a good. See, I don't know about you. I, I when I was younger, I didn't like the heat. Hated it. Hated it. But now, as I've got older, I kind of enjoy it more. Really? Well, I think I think it's just an excuse for me to go. Oh, I'm going to be motorbiking. Yeah, it's normally I'm it, staring at the sky, going, "It's fucking wet again." Um, but people are crazy when there's good weather as well. Like other drivers go mad. I don't know. I wouldn't call it good weather though. Mm, true, it is a bit maybe too warm because I it's so warm. I'm not even wearing a proper jacket on the bike, and that's a bad thing. That is a bad thing. As well, this is this isn't normal. No, this is not normal. This shouldn't be happening. No. What are we at? We're, I think we're up at the... We're close to the close 30s. Close to 30. Uh, so... Which is... This is a weather podcast today, folks. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, it, it, it's, it's been... 26 right now. That's pretty goddamn warm for over here. We're not... We are not used... No way. No. No. Uh, so the only way you can break that down is like, it's... that. That's, that's not right. No. Um, Thanks, NFTs. And everyone who says otherwise should shut the fuck up. No. No, because then then things will get too mad and we'll be getting all the freaking arseholes of the day coming over here for holidays and then Northern Iron won't be the same anymore. It'll oh, sure, we already have that, anyway. Aye, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want an Ayanapa here and I don't want Port Rush turning into Ayanapa. I don't want that shit. <laughs> I don't think there's any danger of that. Uh, you never better. know, though, if we start getting good weather at all. Oh, we'll set up a nightclub. Kelly's will be freaking reborn out of the ashes. <laughs> Actually, th- well, this could work out well for all those... Um, all those Spanish port towns that get invaded by English tourists every summer, they don't have to put up with that anymore. Yeah, but come over here and look at treated like shit. <laughs> Where are you from, England? Get the fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, they can just stay at home. Oh, they can stay, uh, that's hot as fuck. But they won't, though. They still won't. So you ever notice that some people get good weather and they still bugger off as well? It's like, why? Why did you pay that money to go to good weather when you Travel, get good weather? Traveling's not about the weather. Not, not to me, anyway. No, I no, I agree, but some people say it is. Oh, I want to just go into the sun. It's like, well, now your sun's here, so stop annoying <laughs> those nice people in Spain. <laughs> I, um... See, so the press thing is, is like, uh, you know, you're looking on the news now and it's all... The, the usual old fucking footage of people lying in parks sunbathing. Yep. It's like, oh, and people being, oh, it's, oh, global warming's good. It's like, shut the fuck oh, up, Jesus. you dumbass. Go tell that to people in Africa. Fuck me. But see, see when it's up at like 40, like that's uh, no joke. That That is uh, hotter than your core body temperature. Yes, because we're like 36.7 degrees inside or something. Yeah. Um, and then you consider, or is it 37.6? 
Oh, I may have got it wrong. I could have got the wrong way around. And you know, you consider if you get a fever that's mm-hmm. really dangerous, like potential brain damage, dangerous. That's like one, two one. degrees. Uh, <laughs> so if you're standing in, yep, like that sort of temperature, just stay out of the sun. Yeah, that's why they're giving you all these weather warns. Like, hey, folks, this isn't fucking. We're not saying this. For <laughs> no <the> fucking, <laughs> fucking joking here. Uh, this shit's joking. dangerous. Uh, you will die. Keep hydrated, you fucking buffoons. But anyway, yeah, games. Um, that's that's our weather shit for the day. Um, we won't get this next week. We'll be back to normal. So there you go. Enjoy this weather update while you're. Oh, uh, we'll be back to normal tomorrow. Don't worry. It's gonna piss. Oh, is it normal? Yep. <laughs> so I, I'm putting all the miles in I can today. Nineteen <laughs> degrees and raining tomorrow. Hey, back to normal. That's an Irish summer. That's, an that's Irish how it's summer. supposed to go. <laughs> this is our one day of summer. <laughs> um, but. I uh, so this this will be the one and only time in about another ten years we'll talk about. It. But I have been playing a wee game that you let me play a while back, um, and I completely forgotten about it. And then obviously I got the computer, mm-hmm. and I have been playing Vampire Survivor. And goddamn, it's an addictive wee game. It's it is a- so simple but genius. Like so, premise you obviously have played it, but for anyone that hasn't, premise is it's basically survive as long as you can, and you start off. All you do is you move your character. You don't you don't have an attack button or anything. The character does that all automatically. Auto attack. And depending on the character you start with depends on your weapon to start with. So at the start of the game, you have like one person to choose from and he has a Belmont style whip. And I should point this out that this game is obviously heavily inspired by Castlevania. Very heavily. Very heavily inspired. Character design, enemy design, attack weapons. Everything is very Castlevania. So you start off with a whip, very Simon Belmont-esque, and he whips in front of him. And you'll just have to be dealing with bats. But every time you take down a, so many enemies, they drop a wee blue orb. So many blue orbs levels you up. And then you either get to choose an upgrade, depending on what you get for your current weapon, or choose a new weapon. So obviously, every time you upgrade, you're either upgrading your weapon or adding a new weapon. Obviously, more and more enemies are attacking you. So you can upgrade more and more. And by the time you're about 10 minutes in, there is just bullets and lightning and fire flying out of you left, right, and center. But the screen is literally full of enemies attacking you and it's just all you can do is move your it maneuver so yourself it, it is like so i was playing it yesterday when i was quote-unquote working and the missus was at, at the start and she looked over and she seen the start of the game she was like this looks pretty boring i was like i yeah, will give it a minute give it a minute and then she went back to work and she looked over again when i was about maybe eight or nine minutes in there <coughs> and she literally was like holy shit <laughs> i was like yep this is when it's at it. And she was literally getting into it, watching me just maneuvering around to the point where she was telling me where to move to. And I was like, oh, no, backseat gamer. This is the worst thing ever. Because I like to sort of try and maneuver myself down because I would like, I use the, I like to go for the cross and the magic wand and the fire wand and stuff like that. Yeah. So all my attacks will be like shooting up. So then what I do is after I've done a good bit of walking down is I'll try and bring myself back up again and do the same path down and get all the blue orbs. Oh, you want the book? Oh, the Bible that goes yeah. around in circles. And then, uh, have you got to the point where you evolve the weapons? Have you got, have you got that far into it? Don't think so. That's a, a no. So as you level the weapons to get max level, you get the opportunity to evolve a couple of weapons, Ooh. which turns them into the super fucking special version. Nice. Um, and they just be wrecking. Uh, I've got into one slot game where I've had so much stuff get leveled up you don't even really have to move anymore all right <laughs> you're just in the screen and everything's flying around you and like the entirety of the rest of the screen is just enemies holy shit and you can't see anything else <laughs> fuck um, um it, for that game i always find though you need a good 
you know, for someone like myself who's just starting, it's a lot of luck getting those right weapon selections at the start. Yeah, it's a, it's a roguelike. Yeah, and one of the best starting weapons is obviously garlic because it's just this wee radius around you mm. and the bats obviously go down in one hit from it so you can just run at the bats. Run into the bats uh, yep. with your garlic. Yep, and obviously there's that thing where they do like the big wave of bats mm. and they'll push the enemies at you as well. Yeah. And they, like, if it's just the bats coming at you, you're like, ah, whatever, but if the bats are pushing like the big vampire bats as I call them, they take a bit of a, a beating. But if you get a lot of stuff leveled up, then Aye. Like, you have enough things flying around you. Aye. Um, you know, you can get to the point where you don't really have to move at all and just let everything do you and wait for the, mm. the end boss. Um, now, obviously, this is still only early access, isn't it? It is. a. So this isn't even like an official release, but there was a big update for it there. I think it was just before I bought it, there was an update and uh, new characters, I think, were added or something, but... It's such a simple idea, and I really hope it takes off, because I'd love to see... Because, obviously, I'm guessing this was made by uh, a handful of people, maybe if just one guy. I think this is someone who deserves a bit of success. Yeah. And I know he's bought... He hasn't exactly stolen, you know, just Castlevania assets, but he's obviously heavily... Has he, though? He's he's heavily influenced, (laughs) I would say. And let's be honest... Konami aren't exactly doing anything with Castlevania. Uh, this so is someone true. may as well. This is true. Are they not doing some weird mobile game thing or something? Pro- uh, probably. Probably. You could be, you're probably right. But I'm really, really enjoying it. And I think it's only like, was it a pound or two pound? And I hope that uh, whoever done this, I keep saying he is, I'm just assuming that's really bad thing to do. But whoever made this, I hope they get success. And I hope they even do a console release and they get more and more people playing it. It's it's literally well, it's two pound nine p. There you go. Don't That's well worth the 9P. buy. If you, I'm guessing you wouldn't even need that powerful computer to run that. It, well, maybe when it gets a bit chaotic at the end, but yeah. Oh look, there's a there's someone just being contrary. Uh, what are they saying? Uh, stole assets from Castlevania. Stole a story from Morbius. What story? What story? Also, what stories in Morbius? I don't, I don't know. Also, who gives a shit about the story <laughs> when when all hell's breaking loose? Bet you that's one of them. You know the way you do get those games that obviously get a bit of a following and you get those people, you know, asking, oh, what's the story about it? Oh, yeah, well, there's always contrary. Yeah. And the and the creator will just go, ah, here's your story. You know, it's something I read somewhere. I'll just borrow that, you know, borrowed everything else. And there, there is no story in this. If any exists, it's because someone said that outside the context of the game, but Aye. within the game itself. There's, there's literally no cutscene or there's, nothing. There's nothing. There's no... It's just where you go. It's a fun wee thing to do. Say, like, did you really not have fun? Or you just... Oh, other people are having fun, so talk shit, shit about, about it. it. Aye, one of them types. It's weird. You always get those types. Everyone's loving this. I'm going to say it's crap, and I'm going to find the stupidest reason to give off about it. But, uh... Yeah, I've been playing that, and obviously we've been playing a bit more Evil Dead because it got the big update. Yeah, Castle Condor update mm. from Army Darkness. And you've done a bit of rebalancing map. as well. Aye, so we'll talk about the bad things first. <laughs> and, the ba- and it's got nothing to do with the game nope. or the changes they've made. It's nope. the fact that them releasing this big update has brought a bunch of fucking dicks that we got rid of back to the game. Yep. Because they had fucked off. Yep. And now all the PC playing uh, Army Darkness Ashes, who run off on their owner back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the fucking arseholes who just play as the, um, what do you call them? The, the teleporting electric oh, yeah, asshole yeah. demon are back. Because yep. nearly every game against the demons is against that fucking nightmare. 
I don't care what anyone says. That no. the when the actual demon themselves that you take control of, like mm-hmm. the boss. Yep. Whatever he's called. Is so fucking cheap. Aye. I mean... Uh, you have to basically back him into a corner. Yeah. That's you, the only way you're beating him. Your entire demon needs to just bum rush him. Uh, that teleporting about... I'm not expecting to be able to, like, you know, hold your own and beat him. But I should be able to not definitely die. Like, I can... Like, I'm not going to fight an evil Ash or a... Henrietta one-on-one. Henrietta one-on-one. But I can maybe stay alive long enough to get the, the team get there and dodge their attacks. Yes. With him, you can't even do that. Yeah, cause it's almost like it's just instant attack. There's no wind-up to it. Like Henrietta and Evil Ash, you can see them swinging the sword or swinging the fist. With him, it's just, I'm not here, I'm not here. Boom, I'm in your face and I'm electrocuting you. You have to try and feel it out and try and get the rhythm of what they're doing on their end, which is hard to do when you have... There's no visual cues. Mm. Um, and then that attack where it just... Like, everyone's electrocuted now, no matter where you are, no matter how far away you are from me, yep. everyone's electrocuted. I don't know. He's a pain in the hole. Kind of kind of annoying. Well, I know why he's so popular. Why is that? Right. So when they were rebalancing the demon, as I was saying, they have basically cut down on the possession of the troops and stuff. Yeah. Right? Well, they did that with Evil Ash and they did that with Henrietta, which is why you don't see a lot of Evil Ashes and Henriettas anymore because people think you can only win as the demon by possessing the troops and beating the piss out of the, the heroes. Like, that's apparently the only way you can win this game. Right. Now, I will admit I have played a couple of games since the balance and I actually kind of like what they've done because you have to think a bit more about it. You can't, because normally I would sort of get my, evil, my, my early ranks in and I would put it into my possession so that when they came to the book and the pages... I'd be able to unleash hell on them. But now I can't do that. You can't upgrade your possession till you're about level six or seven. So what I do now is I put my points straight into my troops and I just go for the sheer numbers. Yeah. Like I'm just dropping troops uh, left, right, and center. That's a very evil ash yeah. tactic is just overwhelm, overwhelming numbers. numbers. Yep. Um, and obviously a good team. And I, got, I did, I got bum rushed. Was it? Well, not completely bum-rushed, but I got beat today. No matter where I put my flute player, oh, they were on him. And he's obviously the difference maker. Yeah. He is a difference maker. But here's the thing. is like, you should be losing then. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> my, my, my evil Ash is not about possessing people. He's about overwhelming yeah, numbers. But, but look, if you, if you have a good team, yes. then you should be losing. Well, yeah. The team stuck together. They had each other's backs the whole time. So I was like, no, this is a great team. I'm not sitting there going, fucking bastard. The the way I view that uh, is you're basically the replacement of AI. You're the dungeon master. Yes, 100%. I mean, it's it's on the team to beat you uh, and you to give them a harder time. And if they use the right tactics, Mm -hmm. it should make sense that, yeah, the demon will get beaten. There's nothing the demon can do about that. That is the nature of the game. Um, I get people that complain about stuff like, you know saying oh, i need to be able to win every game as the demon i or go one-on-one the, even the other way around. Uh, those are the kinds of guys who if they were playing D and dungeon master they'd be trying to wipe teams out uh, which is a bad dungeon yeah, master it's just boring <laughs> well no it's worse than boring it's fucking you don't do that uh, but but I, I me personally i enjoy the rebalance and it made it's made my games a lot more because there were times where i was complete i was thinking to myself right this is a bit easy because, you know, I was possessing a, a basic troop and I was running over the top of everybody and I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. So there were times I would deliberately hold back. So I would 
to give mm-hmm. the team a bit more of a, a fight. Um, and then I would maybe wreck the book at the end. But that's still my tactic is I'm a book burner. So um, I yeah. hold off, I hold back, and then I will unleash absolutely everything on you. Get my boys to surround the book. Evil Ass then goes into the book. And then while they're fighting all the boys around the book, I'm baiting the piss out of the book. Yeah, I haven't ever come up with anyone using that tactic. We've never had anyone destroy the book on us. Except for that one time, remember, that your woman went off. Oh, yeah, own. yeah. That was that one person's fault, though. Yeah, that, I mean, that demon player obviously seen that and just licked their lips and went, hey, this is a free run here. Yeah, because we all had to run. Ah, we were running well, literally hundreds of meters because she had went off and killed the dark versus herself. the demon. But personally, I like what the, the balance, I think, worked out a lot more sort of, it's more like a tug of war now. And I've never, like I say, I got beat today and I was like, oh, what a team, hey. Well done, boys. Because they, they literally just stuck the together. And the moment I was bringing the troops in, they weren't like instantly down in them, but they were on them, hey, beating the piss out of them. And I was like, these boys mm. are good. The moment the flute player went down, one guy went off to find him. I was like, oh, shit, trying to protect yeah. me, flute player and all. But good match. But I, a lot of people are on, oh, demon players are all uh, fucking complaining. And I was like, guys, you see this community thing that people like to talk about? Yeah. There's a couple of people on the internet, but the moon the game itself is fucking great still. I d- definitely. The map, the new map, I'm loving it. Aye. So many cool A lot more open. Aye. A lot l- less trees and stuff, obviously. Mm. You know, you've seen Army Darkness, you know what to expect. Aye. Um, How they do the cars and everything is brilliant. Yeah, the cars randomly teleporting in because they're time traveling. <laughs> cars. Brilliant. They just drop in randomly. We, we sometimes upside like, down. <laughs> we touches like that, though, tell me that developers give a damn. Hmm. They actually care about the property. Yeah, and you can basically go on a sightseeing tour of a film. Yeah, you, you literally can, because everything that's from the Army of Darkness is in that uh, map. Um, apparently, there is a way to get into the pit. wonder what's in there. Um, well, if you've ever played the... Have you done the single pit for the unlock? People? No, I keep forgetting. It's there. When you're doing Arthur's mission, you actually are in the pit. Right. And the dude from the pit is in there. Not the first dude, but the second dude. So can you get into the pit? In a normal game, there then? is a way to get into the pit. It's not down the, the, it's not down the hole. Yeah, but there is a way to get into the pit. I must. I think that's what the exploration's about. Can you find your way into the pit or something? I don't know. But I they'd have to put something there. in there. Well, I'm guessing him. Maybe you get a, mm-hmm. a gold weapon for beating him or something. I don't know. But uh, I just love the way he touches it. And obviously, they give us two new weapons: the mace. And I really like the explosive crossbow. It's good for stunning. I really like the mace. mace it's also it. good for stunning people. <laughs> Um, but obviously a couple of outfits and stuff as well if you if you have the season pass but it's good to see them still supporting rebalancing and trying to I wouldn't say keep the community happy but obviously keep the game flowing yeah I the well games I guess live and die by their mm. support um, but obviously they call, they literally called this the army of darkness update so I'm wondering are we getting an update for yeah the thing is though I'd say well the first two films are both the same location they're covered already yeah 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 um, the remake again it's cabin in the woods um so the only thing you got left is the tv show if the tv show the town and you could maybe do yeah that's that's definitely gonna be a map. yeah and you could maybe do a map where the tv show ends would be pretty cool you catch my drift i don't want to say yeah people have we don't really know much about what, what exactly that, so <laughs> the developers have free range just do whatever you want you, you would probably or actually do you know it'd be a cracking map uh, you know just the tiniest we reference but the map would look mental is you know the other ending in Army of Darkness where he sleeps too long. And somehow finds himself in London. Ah, with <laughs> the Big Ben and the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and so I'm pretty what sure the, the Eiffel, fuck happened here? And the Eiffel Tower's there as well. Oh, I said London. I was only thinking of Big Ben. It's like, well, it's clearly 
not necessarily London. Uh, but something might happen. But uh, yeah, you could do a map set way into the apocalyptic future. Fuck it. I mean, that would kind of be the same thing as what you're just... Well, it's kind of just spoiled. Uh, that's not really a spoiler. Well, we don't see anything. No. He rides off into the sunset, which yeah. is a cool way of doing it. But yeah, you could do a map there. And but you would assume that's the same future. Could be. I, I actually it has be, to be. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, I should have thought of that. Yeah, that's the future they're referring he, to. It, like, they wake him up from, like, a cryostasis thing. Yeah, and like, she's, like, all robotic and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Kelly and Pablo are dead. You don't know that. Oh, true. Actually, they could be robotic people, you know. That'd be a cool... Actually, that'd be a cool update, actually, doing, like, robo versions of the characters. <laughs> that'd be fucking cool. I'd be up for that. Uh, uh, but uh, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. But you've got this new Evil Dead movie coming, this Evil Dead Rise. That's a new thing, isn't it? That is a completely new thing, but it's set in a whole new location and stuff. It's set in, like, Chicago somewhere. It's just going to be like, here's a, another thing Kandarian demons are doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's nothing to do with Ash or anything like that. No. It's just someone... It's, I don't even know if the... No, I think the book's involved, obviously. The book has... Or a different book. Or a different book. True, true. But um, it's set in the... What, what we call the original universe, but it's nothing to do with Ash. Yeah. I mean, well... He's Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Dutton. Yeah, he says himself he's he's too old. He'll happily Although, do voices and things like that, but... Uh, he was streaming playing <laughs> Evil Dead. <laughs> he was. Um, but aye, it's, it's, if they keep the updates coming, maybe link the different things, that'd be cool. There's a lot of people saying, oh, they need to do guest characters. Like, no, 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 no. They have an entire thing to work with. Calm, calm the fuck down. This is not deep. We don't need, you know, fucking... No, it, does, it doesn't need... To, no. uh, like, this is... This is its own, like, iconic movie franchise. You don't put gas characters in this. You mm. fucking... Dead by Daylight had a bunch of, like, fucking pound stretcher killers. You know, it, it was like... <sighs> they were cheap imitations they of... Uh, and then they... Really, to make that game relevant, they did the right thing and went and got those gas characters. Yep. And then those gas characters became the main fucking yep. thing that people go for. Because um, the first one they got was Michael Myers. That was like everyone went, holy shit, Michael's in this game. And that was that everyone started buying it then. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, if, say, the Friday the 13th game had a caught on, you wouldn't be putting fucking uh, maybe Freddy. That would be the only one that would make yeah. sense. Because uh, he obviously done the, the following one. But no, you wouldn't be having Michael Myers in a Friday the 13th game or yeah. fucking Ghostface. If you want to do anything, I would go with. There's been a few comic book crossovers mm. that you could probably put Cassie Hack in it, is what I'm saying, as a survivor. <laughs> yeah. And she can use a chainsaw. Yep. Because she uses a chainsaw. Yep. Again, you probably could get Freddy in crossover, because remember they were meant to do that Fulham? There, there was... Freddy versus Jason versus Ash? That was meant to be the sequel to Freddy versus Jason. Apparently it was like this close to being done and something... I, see, I don't see... Evil Dead's not in the same nah. wheelhouse as those because it's they're all singular killer, yep, killing a bunch of teens, yep. Whereas this is a, this is Evil Dead was always like here's a bunch of here here's a bunch of teens killing each other because they've got possessed by mm. demons. It was closer to a zombie thing than yeah. than anything else. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, it, it's I don't I don't class it as one of those slasher films. No, definitely not. Uh, but um, sorry, we bit off topic here, but. All in all, I think the update was a good job. Keep them coming. And yeah, I love the rebalancing. Although, fuck that puppeteer demon. He's a wanker. He is, eh? And fuck all you Army of Darkness boys running off in your... Stop it. Uh, yeah, no needs to... Come Stop on. It. What have you been playing? Just that? Nothing really else. Um, Soul Calibur 6? What do you get? I love Soul Calibur 6. I, I love played, Soul played that since it came out. 
Um, I just decided to like I have a PC and it was there on the PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Decided you notice much difference it. between them, seeing as you played both. Uh, Soul Calibur's always been a stunning-looking series. Uh, I will say the PC for a lot, but fine. I, I haven't really been playing anything besides uh, Gran Turismo and Evil Dead. Gran Turismo continues to be Gran Turismo. Um, I actually had to use a controller <laughs> to do a race because oh, I just couldn't. Um, I, I'm in proper racing cars now, purpose-built oh, right. racing cars, and it was Nurburgring, like the full fucking thing. Oh, Jesus. Race and one that. Oh my god, it's so difficult. There's just certain parts I just couldn't. It was too twisty, and I just couldn't move I the wheel the, fast enough. To, I, I was like, ah, I'm gonna use a controller for this. I know, Burgring. So how long did it take you to get around it? Uh, was it like? I can't even remember. I can't remember. My Were time. you under ten minutes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got under ten yeah, minutes. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. I'd, like I said, I'm I'm driving a purpose-built oh, race car enough. here. It's You're not in a transit van. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know that story. What, transit van going down the Nürburgring? Yeah, yeah, Shabin Schmidt. Under 10 minutes? Yeah. So Fair enough. It was season, was it season 6 or 7 of Top Gear where Jeremy was driving some supercar and he finally managed to get under 10 minutes and Shabin Schmidt looked at him and went, I could do that in a transit van. So two years later, they went back to the Nürburgring and they got her a transit van and she fucking got it around the Nürburgring. She's got Hammond in the side wheel, not Clarkson. But at one point, one of the best camera shots is she's overtaking this Porsche. And the camera looks over at the driver and he's like, what the fuck? Because this transit van is overtaking him on the Nürburgring. She was an incredible driver. <laughs> so she was, um, I think it was only a couple of years ago she passed away. But she'll always be remembered. She was the Nürburgring woman. That was her specialty. And she got that transit van round. A track is fucking evil, though. It is evil. Uh, Jesus Christ. There is... You go for, like, just pure flat-out sections, and even there, like, it's narrow as fuck, mm. the track. Walls on both sides. Uh, it's bad news. Mm. Um, the, the one thing I have on my side is uh, I'm playing it on a game, and you're it, a lot braver yes. than you would be sitting in a car yes. doing it for real. Fucking right, man. Um We've always talked about uh, me and the mate maybe going over, taking the bikes and doing a lap of the Nürburgring. I know he'd be punching it and I'd just be going You'd around. You'd be grand. Aye, I'd be going around in my own time. I like, don't think your bike could go fast enough to cause you any danger. No, <laughs> like my bike, if I ever get it up to 1995, it's screaming at me doing like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Put me back down to 60 where I'm comfortable. So mm. it's just nasty wee part. It's it's early on the lap, um, but it's. It's where you it get the where you enter the part with the two walls and the trees. It's where mm. you're going into there, so it, you're in the open part, and it's like you have to slow down into a left hand. Um, no, it, it is a hairpin, and then like it's very tempting to just try and especially if there's someone right in front of you, yep. ready to pass, just accelerate out. But it immediately goes into another ninety degree. And I'm not sure how it does it because this is like. We're getting into impossible space here. It's like, <laughs> I just went all the way around. How am I going around again? Does this just corkscrew into the in, down to hell itself or what? <laughs> but I uh, and it's uh, it's fucking like first gear territory there. Uh. Like, I learned that lesson very quickly. But then it's like the turns are fucking tight at places, and they're it's very hilly as well. So mm. you can't see what's over. Who the fuck designed that thing? A crazy German. Bastard say. <laughs> it's definitely one of the most famous tracks in the world for a reason. Um, I will say it's very 
Oh, oh, hundred percent. Especially the, the fast parts of it. Like you're like, should I be flat out here? <laughs> Why you're not? Just sort of pushing as hard as you'll dare without going off and then uh, miss the line by a wee bit. You're fucked. I said this before that game. <laughs> I'm like, surprised they haven't updated it. Well, to be fair, I really am shocked. It's all well and good, but like if I'm in the last lap, last corner, fuck up and lose, uh, do that all over again. Uh, right, let's get into. Mm. You like skateboarding? Go around Nurbur bringing a skateboard. <laughs> I'll take you where you want. But uh, I don't mind a bit of skateboarding game. I have two, two skateboarding stories. Uh, so the the first one, um, you know, at EA, everyone's like, make skate forward, get right. cards, and they're all like, I, I, but it mirrors edge. Aye. And, and no one would shut up for skate four, and they're like, "Fine, we'll make skate four. Oh, I can see the way this is th- this is going. Right. Um, a lot of caveats around this. Um, so this new skate is free to play. Right. It's on mobile. It's on mobile. It looks like ass. Right. But I think that uh, what they showed was a lot of placeholder. I fucking hope so. Because this low poly nonsense that cannot be. Mm. We know textures on thing that has to be placeholder stuff. Um, they're saying it's not a sequel or a remake or a reboot or a prequel. Fucking skateboard game, be a sequel or a prequel. Uh, it's a it's an evolution, which is a good way to sound like a massive asshole. Evolution. evolution. It's, a new, it's a new game so in the series. You play fuck and with. We're gonna bung a whole bunch of micro. Yes. Um, hey, look, you can skateboard as John Wick. Give us money. Yeah. Um. So obviously that's how they'll support it, and that's how they're taking. They're using. A similar model to Apex, yep. which is just uh, what loot boxes and, and a season pass, but and then charging fifteen quid for a skin. But what I don't understand is, um, Apex um, a matches you all drop in, shoot each other, last team standing, matches over. Mm-hmm. How do you do that in a skateboarding game? How do you how do you um how do you make people sort of go, oh, I want to spend money on this? Uh, everyone will be running about in the same space. You'll be able to see other players. All right. Because skate was like that in the past, either there was yeah. multiplayer. But oh, okay, so uh, if you're playing with people, you'd be like, "Oh, look at my new skin." Now they did say the spend money was mostly about cosmetics, fair enough, and convenience. Now that's the worrying ah. part. You should not be monetizing convenience in games. That is, fr- that means you're trying to frustrate people out of your money. Yep. If it's me, I'm not gonna play your game. Nope. I'm not gonna pay you because you made your game. Uh, fucking intentionally, fru- uh, aye, intentionally frustrating aye. and time consuming to play. So, like, I will never play Diablo. What's his face? Aye. So, um, and neither should you, uh, because like you cannot inconvenience people to get money out of them. That is shit. Yep. That is absolute. That's an awful business model. Awful. Don't do it. But yeah, uh, there's no way. I don't. I don't know what the. Uh, the reaction to this sort of stuff is, but this can't be what people had in mind no. when they wanted a, this a is new the skate. EA way now, though. It is, I. Uh, um, and there, yeah, it's it's just that the video they were showing, it just looks so cheap. Um, the, the, this is them going in with the least amount of risk possible. Yep. What's the chances your next Battlefield go to play? Uh, uh, I think I'm done with Battlefield. Ah. <laughs> But I guarantee Forever you, and ever. That's how they'll sort of go, it's free to play, though. Come and give it a go. Just stick it up your ass. And it's not like free-to-play games, but EA's monetization of free-to-play games is absolutely disgusting. Yep. And they can fuck off. Yep. So, and speaking of absolutely disgusting, oh. uh, so the other skateboard-related related news is Tony Hawk 
has announced a partnership with uh, The Sandbox, which, if you're not aware, is a baffling fucking why would you even want to do this thing. I'm not even going to call it a game because it's not a fucking game. It's a the blockchain metaverse virtual world thing um, where they just sell digital real estate and you can put whatever you want on there. So Tony Hawk's putting a fucking skate park. And everything's Vauxhall based, so it, they, you know you can churn out assets really cheaply and easily and lazily. Um, and then those assets are NFTs, um, and and the, that makes it even worse. The fact that there was there was a plan at one point for three and uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four to get a remake. Yep. Uh, instead, we get this fucking pish. Yep. Pish is what it will definitely. Well, I'll never know. Yeah, true. Stick your metaverse up your ass. It's like they go. Some companies look at it and go, hey, what's everybody want? Oh, they want this. I swear. Let's not do this. I swear to God, this whole the, the metaverse thing and, and doing stuff like that, that, um, what do you call him? Facebook boy? Uh, uh, um, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I am, I've been watching Silicon Valley. Uh, I'm nearly convinced he has seen that and taken the wrong things away from it. Because in that, like, probably major spoilers, but the, the, Guys in that end up making a new internet to combat Facebook, Google, and Amazon's like mm. monopolization of people's data and all. They're beginning an internet will never gather data and we won't sell ads on it. Um, and this is his vision of that kind of new internet, mm. um, except without any of the good shit. Yeah, he's all right. I'll make it so it's nothing but ads, and I take your data yeah. and all that. There, all all these guys want like is is they want walled gardens. They yeah. want something where they have complete control over everything, can see what everyone does, so yep. they can uh, shoot ads that are definitely designed for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff in that show, uh, I would imagine, would be these guys' wet dreams. Uh, hey, that's is this actually Tony Hawk involved in this, by the way, or is it like one of his people just saying he's involved? No, I think it was actually him. Oh, he does say, what's up, guys? It's Tony Hawk, and we're building the biggest skate park in the metaverse. And that's like, I took the biggest shit in the big shit pile. Translation, <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> Facebook threw me a bunch of money, so here's what they told me to say. <laughs> I don't even know if Facebook's anything to do. Um, Is it metaverse? So you it just says said? metaverse, but the sandbox in the metaverse. Uh, uh, someone gave me a shit ton of money and told me to say this. Fucking dumbass shit that doesn't fucking benefit. And um, Slightly better news that could have been NFTs, but isn't. Uh, PlayStation mm. Stars, uh, PlayStation loyalty program that's going to launch this year. Where you will get points for just playing your PlayStation. Hmm. And if you're a Plus member, you will get points for buying shit on the store. Um, Xbox has a something similar um, where you're like doing like... It's weird. It's like a gamification of games, which is that we have come full circle. Hmm. Um, You know, you'll be like do certain things and then you'll get points for this. Like dailies, but not tied to any one game. It's uh. like, uh, play three different games or, you know, shit like that. <laughs> Weird. Um, but these points on the PlayStation, you'll actually be able to redeem them for actual money to buy actual games, which is pretty cool. Kind of cool. Um, come from Sony, especially. That's yeah, that's the, that's the shocker. It's like, I, I don't. I don't see what their their end game is with this one. Yeah, maybe the- maybe it is to make up for the you know. Uh, not, no first party titles day one on the the plus service or. But here's some money buying those first party. Um, 
suppose you have to buy them all digitally, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, in this day and age. Yeah. Um, and what they also say, you'll be able to get digital collectibles, like a 3D model digital action figure. And then they were questioned on that, and they are all like, it's definitely not NFTs. It's not an NFT. You can't yep. trade it. It's got nothing to do with blockchain. Yep. You can't sell it. It's not an NFT. Please don't panic. and thanks. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Please don't kill us. Um, it's good to see, though, that they were like... Instantly, like they didn't sort of careen around the question or anything because that would have really made you worry. But instead, it was all nope, 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 yeah. nope. Aye, that, that was pretty blatant. Yeah, it's like nope, definitely not. That's dumb. Well, they didn't say that, but you know, you could definitely tell they were thinking it with that. I like the NFTs have become it's weird. It's like in some ways, they become so toxic that you have the very mention of them that gets that kind of reaction. And then yep. you got Tony Hawk being like, oh, NFTs. But is that like just is that just all the NFT and crypto bros in their own wee bubble? I think it patting might be each other on the back and everyone's uh, outside going, "Which is what grand. the fuck are you guys at?" Well, they're all in their own wee bubble. So at this point, it's like, ah, you just go ahead, you stay in your wee bubble there. And then every time they come out of the bubble, they're like, "Yeah, everyone's like, get the fuck back in uh, there, get out of there, <laughs> leave what us you, alone." What are you doing out here? Nintendo have been up to things. Uh, mm. So they they bought a animation studio, uh, Dynamo Pr- Pictures. Um, I based in Tokyo, who have made uh, some Pikmin shorts. Um, and so oh. Nintendo bought them, and they will be called Nintendo Picture Co. Limited. I wonder if they plan on to do, like, three series or movies or mm. something with us. Interesting. Is Nintendo cool. going to get into anime, like, full on? Um, Imagine a wee sort of wee Zelda miniseries or something. Or a full on series? Why, why does it have to be mini? you got a whole studio there. True. I was just thinking, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd test the waters and see how, like, a wee, wee mini-series goes. Uh, the studio has some big uh, big names on, on, on here that, that it's done. Uh, most, like, motion capture and animation work for uh, Yuri on Ice, um, which was, you know, a massive yep. hit. Uh, Persona 5 they've done work on. Uh, Final Fantasy thirteen two, Metroid Other F. Not so sure about that one, but... Um, yeah, the better. Yeah. Well, the motion capture may have been brilliant, though. I've never played it. <laughs> it was on the Wii, and I never had a Wii. Oh, good point. That was the back to 2D style, wasn't it? Yes, but it's, I think it it's also got some like first-person parts where you could aim and, and shoot, and it's it apparently awful, uh-huh. and they, they tried to give it too much story, uh, uh-huh. and the story they were giving it was awful, and they made a whole mockery of Samus. Uh-uh. I think they had her talking and stuff, uh-uh. and she wasn't saying anything good. Don't ask me. I'm just a girl. <laughs> I think it was kind of like that, too. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> it was made by Team Ninja. What do you expect? Ah, dead or alive, guys. Fuck. Right. Tells you everything you need, hey? <laughs> I can imagine what Samus's new suit looked like. It's funny, like, the one time they tried to get away from that stuff and their entire fan base had a shit fit. Ah. Put the boobies back in, please. That's what, that's fucking rags me about that series, though, because it's genuinely a really good fighting game. And it's genuinely dead a or alive six engine. And then all the fans were like, no, we want our skippy and we want our beach towels and wedding dresses. And you're like, oh, Jesus. What's a wedding dress? See, out of all, the, like, there's fucking school uniforms and that and all. The creepiest one has got to be the wedding dresses. There's something weird about that. I honestly think in Tekken 7, when they give Nina the wedding dress. Is that not, like, part of her story, though? Yeah, about so- I do think it was a bit of a piss take as well. They were all, oh, there's your wedding dress. Right. Oh. Yeah. So, and was like, you want to marry? Like, she assassinated a guy. At a wedding, that's that's it. That's Nina's thing. Yeah. But they always, I think that was just a piss take. But yeah, when you can buy an entire pack for all the female characters in a wedding dress, like, 
what the fuck's up the story. So you here. can have your wee dream harem mm. and uh yep. Moving swiftly on. Aye. How do we even get into that? All right, Metroid Other M. Oh yeah. Stay the fuck away from Samus, you creeps. Yep. She's a badass and that's it. She'll shoot you in the fucking face and then that'll that's be it. Um <laughs> right. <laughs> the PlayStation uh PlayStation Plus extra and premium games uh been revealed for July. These were leaked. Mm. And the leak was correct. Uh did we talk about the leak? I don't know. Don't like talking about leaks because um, I was talking to Moose. We knew Stray was coming. Yes, that's always been announced. Which is out tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Um, you know, Cyberpunk Cat Adventure. You got me. <laughs> Cyberpunk Cat Adventure. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, and that would include the Yuffie stuff, uh, yep. the PS5 version. That's pretty good. Yep. That's a good. Is that extra g- or premium? That's a good get. That's extra. Oh, okay. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, whatever. A mm. uh, whole fucking heap of Assassin's Creed. Um, Saints 4 re-elected. That was the... We- was that like a remaster? It was a remaster. Like, give it a bit of a shine up. Uh, Saints Row Gathered of Hell. That's part of the... Yeah. You want to play that. Um, Spirit of the North, Enhanced Edition. Uh, and then a, a wild pile of push. <laughs> Ice Age Scratch Nutty Adventure. Ah, gee, <laughs> Jumanji the video game. Uh. Paw Patrol on a roll. Ready, set, heroes. Uh, no heroes allowed, um, which is a PSP game, so that would be it. And uh, Roco Loco Midnight Carnival, an PSP game. Anything there tempting you? Maybe. No, I own Final Fantasy anyway. So, <laughs> um, maybe Stray. I'll do. So, so yeah. I, I'm, uh, like I've, I've paid for up to the end of August, and then we'll see how I feel there. Ben in a 3 finally has a release date. When is it? It is the 28th of October, just before Halloween. Exclusive, isn't it? it is a Switch exclusive. Uh explains the next thing. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, part of its release, it will have a family-friendly mode where um, where Bayo keeps her clothes on, <laughs> basically. Well, technically, it's not clothes, is it? It's her hair. It's her hair. Uh, um, and then she turns her hair into big monsters, and then yep. she she's slightly naked. When she does this, um, but yeah, uh, th- there's no explicit nudity. No, um, and there's not really, you know, you're usually not paying that much attention to it because you're like, all hell's breaking loose. I doing combo, so but uh, no, it's fine. Um, you know, if you have kids and you do like sexy witch lady, but like, uh, tell you what, Bayonetta does not need to be naked to be inappropriate for children. True. <laughs> If you've heard some of the, like the, she's very, very sexual, um, yep. and like even in her mannerism speech, so, yep. uh, well, whatever. Um, Maybe during a cutscene, she just T-poses and doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, how far they're going. But I know what you mean. Um, is Bayonetta not rated as well? Yeah, it'll probably still rated an M, I would imagine. Yeah, so it's not really, kids shouldn't be really playing. Well, that's up to your parents anyway uh, they're like yeah i need to get me i need to get my kids good at platinum games true <laughs> um hey you gonna pick this one up you have a switch i do have a, switch. a platinum game you like devil may cry games I do like devil may cry so you'll like this i should actually i should actually fucking play through the original two as well they are re-releasing the first one a physical copy um and i'm pretty sure you can get the second one as well mm. that was re-released Fuck knows how much they are, though. I have never played the original band. Holy shit. I know. You're missing out. Because, obviously, when they were first released, they were only released on Nintendo console, so I couldn't Yeah. yeah. No, I no, 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 no. The original... 
Go. The first one is now wait. on the PS4. Wait. Much. £15. Keep it on my wish list for... Yeah, uh, on Steam. Uh, I blame Sega. Yeah, because <laughs> Sega uh, published the first one. Ah. And then Nintendo published the second one. Ah. Um, there was a double pack of this uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish. Yes, th- on the PS4. Can, um, it was like an anniversary thing. Yeah. Never played Vanquish either, which I probably should because it's Sinji Mikami. I play Vanquish. I don't really like it. Okay. Um, you may like it. Shooting just feels weak. Um, From a Shinji Mikami game too? Yeah. <laughs> she has guns on her feet. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, I really like the um, the combo system as well. Because like, with each push of the button, when you're doing a combo, you can hold down the button mid-combo and she'll hold that pose and keep shooting nice. until you hit the button again and go, you'll go into the next move in the combo. It's it's cool as fuck. Um and yeah, I just really like the the style of it as well. And it's very satisfying. It's like the, the witch time stuff, the mm. slowdown. Is they do some stuff like that in Devil May Cry 5? Three. 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 He has the, uh, you know, the four styles. You upgrade the, the one where he blocks and start doing slowdown stuff. I think it's also linked to a weapon. Right, right. Well, you just do this by, that by default. If you time your dodge, dodge. right, but a slowdown. So yeah, being at a three is coming out which wasn't a guarantee to happen that's very true uh nothing really to say on this except that yep um playstation officially owns Bungie. we knew that was coming um they're doing that mobile 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 um destiny whatever that is um no idea what they're going to be doing uh under under sony there's rumblings that they might do a a re-release of marathon because Bungie still own that it's like, ah, it's a cool wee callback, but... No that. one fucking played that. Nope. No one cares. It was on Mac. No yep. one gives a fuck. It's like, oh, look, it's the rocket launcher from Halo. Uh. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. That's all, that's all my Arthur is. It's, it's the rocket launcher from Halo. Yep. The end. It wasn't a good game. It was not a good game. Have you actually played it? Uh, I played a, 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 a emulation of it. And it was obviously... Because it was around during the time Doom had just came out and everything was trying to get its own Doom clone. And Mac was obviously the one that was really lagging behind. So they uh, they got Bungie to make their own and they made Marathon. And um, yeah, if you turn around to someone and says, here, do you want to play Doom? And then straight after go, do you want to play Marathon? They'll look at you and go, aye, that's all right, but put Doom back on, please. Mm. Marathon was not a good game. I know it got a sequel and all, but that was genuinely just because there was still nothing else out on Mac. So I was like, I make us another one. Yeah. Gaming on my, especially back then. Ah. This is the 90s we're talking about. Them, so yep. 95, I think it was. Martin so they had those stupid fucking colored plastic things. Yep. That's when they started doing it. It was like, oh, let's just put everything in the monitor. Yep. So if one thing breaks, you're fucked. Completely screwed. Um, I would assume they're going to do some live game shit. Ah. So loot boxes. Uh, UK government has been looking at loot boxes and mm. doing not very much. This See, this to me is not fucking news they're all like uh the game developers need to start doing something about loot boxes or we'll introduce legislation when you read further into this is like will not shut up about children um which is not the main problem like the uh the fucking sad face you see in the daily mail every so often holding a fucking phone way away in beside them saying we johnny spent thirty thousand pound in this that that's not the main problem because usually they'll get that money back. The main problem is like you know the exploitation of uh, 
you know, vulnerable individuals mm. to, that have addict. that sort of compulsive like behavior. Yeah, gambling addict type thing. Um, it's the same problem gambling yep. does have. Yeah, and you shouldn't be like only concerned with children because I think that 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 shit's mostly edge cases. Mm-hmm. Um, the main problem where they're making the most of their money on this stuff is is people who are vulnerable to this sort of stuff, and that's where you should be looking. Um, that gives them that wee rush when they get what they want out of the box. Yeah. But then they're like, oh, and I need to get this. And that's it. They start spending money trying to get that out of the box. <clears throat> and some of their shit, they're like, like the ideas that the government's <laughs> knocking around. Um, it's like, maybe you could, uh, you, you've bare signal that loot boxes are neither essential to progression nor guarantee success. It's like, but th- th- I don't think that's the issue either, that nope. people don't know this. Yeah. It's like, from what they're saying about this, it's like, you don't understand what they are. Yeah, they have no idea what a loot box actually Which is. means the likes of EA and that are going to be able to just talk you in circles. Yep. And you'll do nothing. Yep. Everyone just be like Netherlands and say, fucking stop it. Yep. You can't do it now. It's illegal. Fuck you, EA. Cunts. They did. They just flat out uh, thinged it, didn't Belgium they? and Netherlands, they just went, <laughs> nope. So how does that work? Like, if you are in Netherlands or mm-hmm. Belgium and you get, say, Overwatch... Mm-hmm. How does that work? Don't know. Maybe you can buy the skin straight flat, straight out, but no loot boxes. Oh, you know what you're buying at least then. Yeah, I, I've I've no idea how it actually works, but um, just be curious to see how it works on mm-hmm. that. See, that'd be interesting. Because if it's working for other countries, then why not just everyone follow suit and go? I fuck this loot box shit. They've been looking at it in Spain as well. Um, about just flat out rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's bad news. I know it is bad news. It's worse. Everyone's like, oh, it's not gambling. It's not gambling. No, it's fucking worse than gambling. No, it's like you, you're putting money into gambling. You might get money back out. And this, you're putting money in. You're getting fuck all. When you gamble, so let's say you're in a bookie and you look at a, a horse and you go, yep, I'm going to put my money on that horse. And I know if that horse wins, I will get money. I know if that horse doesn't win, I don't get money. Right? Mm-hmm. If you buy a loot box, you literally have no idea what you're buying, what you're going to get. You know, you're literally just going, here's some money and I pray I get something happy. And it's, the game can it's just un- go, here's a bunch of basic shit. It's, it's really unnecessary. That, that part of it, EA called it surprise mechanic. And it's like, no one, that, like, that, that's like, that's preying on a fucking mental illness. Yep. And you fucking know it. Yep. Like that, that, that if, if someone gets something out of that, just the, the idea of not knowing what they're going to get out of the thing, that's that you're, you're preying upon a, a weakness there, mm-hmm. like to get money out of people that I they mean. may not be able to afford to part with. Yep. And you know that's they what, 100% know that as well. That's what most whales are, and that's why they refer to their customers that are yep. the because the way these free to play things and you know Blizzard said it last week with their their Diablo game is like it's it's the it's like one percent of people that spend the money. That's mm. where they make the money from. And then you look at that game's making a million dollars a day, and you're like, yep. Jesus Christ! I hope whoever the fuck is paying this money is obscenely rich Aye. because if they're not, that person is in fucking trouble. It's, it's what we were talking about last week as well. You look at GTA Online and you look at Red Dead Online. Because Red Dead Online didn't hook the wheels the way GTA does. Yeah. Rockstar went, well, this is costing us more money to, you know, do this and this and that. Fuck that. We've got the money coming in. Ah, that's that dumb way. Here's where our money is on um, this. If you make something truly good, mm. and your first, your first thing that you should be making or you should be aiming to do is make something... With cultural value that it is enjoyable to 
interact with. That should be your first thing. If your first thing is how can we monetize it, then fuck off. Like you've you've already failed. And I think it, like one thing the the internet is has proved with you know platforms such as Humble and uh, Itch is if you make something that's good, people will compensate you what they think is fair for yep. it. Um, but no, these guys have to be like, oh, it has to perpetually make money. And but the and then the, the tactics they use to get it are just mm. real fucking greasy shit. Um, yeah, I, I really wish this stuff would go away, but it probably will. Not whether at least uh, you'll give so many props now. Even though, like you know, jacking the price up like seventy pound for a new game is a bit ridiculous. Why does the US have to pay seventy dollars over here? You have to pay more. It's fucking stupid. Um, but at least they're keeping, you know, single player. Yep. Here's a fucking contained story and an experience, uh, like a, you know, 20 hour experience that it, you're going to enjoy start yep. to finish. Yep. And it's not going to try and frustrate you into spending more money. Yep. Or it's not going to try and give you FOMO. Um, well, that said, that's a good segue. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Oh. Speaking of FOMO. <laughs> now, they will still do the collector's edition. Uh. We've got used to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, like it's you're spending money on a bunch of tat. Um, if you want to buy a bunch of tat, that's that's on you. That's mm. but, but um, this one, <laughs> there's one thing that really is. I like I read it and I was like, okay, th- this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read in uh, a collector's edition. All right, so it's got you got usual like you know here's a shitty model of Mjolnir, uh, Thor's hammer. Some wee weird wooden thing, some dice, uh, there's some badges in there. Uh, is it all worth £230? Who knows? Um, uh, it's probably worth that to someone. Um, but then there's like a fucking steelbook in there. And you're like, what's wrong with a steelbook? You put the, the you know, the, the, the disc in the nice steelbook. You don't get a disc no copy disc. of the game. No disc. What are you? <laughs> this is more and more collector's editions do this, you know. But... If you're giving me a case, yeah. what am I supposed to do with that? Guess what you do. Put it on a shelf? No. What? You need something to put in that case, dude. I'm not buying another copy of the game to put in do the case. Do you know how many people have done that before? <sighs> Why? I don't know, but it works with some people. This is the height of stupidity. If you're doing that, what are you doing? Uh, I don't even care if you can afford it. Just what are you doing? Bethesda did it with... The first time I ever heard of this, Bethesda did it with... Um, I think it was the first Wolfenstein. The first of the new Wolfensteins. And you got this big model of you no know, the big mad robot dog thing from it. Yes. And you got the steel book and all this here, but it says does this didn't even come with a code. This came with no game. That makes more sense than this. Still, it's like you're just buying a special case for your game. But this and is all like this collector shit for like two hundred and fifty quid. Throw the fucking game in there for that money. Yeah. But that's like buying anything outside of buy like that that that's like you buying, you know, your Adam Jensen statue. You didn't yeah. get the game with that, but you didn't. But if I am buying the Wolfenstein Collector's Edition, which is what they called this. Oh no, it's not an edition of the game if it doesn't have the game in it. That's stupid. That is very stupid. That's actually straight up lies. Well it, uh, technically that is To lies, be an edition of the game, you need to first yes. have the game. The game that there. is the one core thing you need. Yep. To be any edition of a game, the game is has to be the there. actual game. Yeah. So, like you say, you can go, 
Like, so these people paying 230 fucking pound for this thing, right? I guarantee, so say you minus your 70 pound for the, say you pay 70 pound for the base game, right? That leaves you 160 quid to play with. I guarantee you could get an absolutely amazing Kratos statue for 160 quid or less. Like, guarantee that. Rather than this pissant wee Molnir, which I don't care how much they try and sell me. Oh, it's very hefty. You're like, it's going to be fucking plastic. It's going to be fucking hollow. Doesn't look hefty. I watched their unboxing. Doesn't look hefty. But I guarantee for that money, you could get a good Kratos statue. And if, you know, the God of War is looked after, why not just get your own cool statue? The box is done like one of the, what do you call the things that you open? and, and The original one? And they tell the stories. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, I know what you're talking Atreus about. Atreus tells you. Yep. The, aye. Um, it's done like one of them. It is just a cardboard box, though. It's cardboard. Uh, you know, it's not made of wood so or anything. Cardboard box with a design. Um... And then just a big, you know, plastic mold for the hammer. And it's like, that kind of spoils everything. Just big fucking clear plastic mold like a, any old fucking toy you would get. Uh, um, and I, like, and, and not any. Like, some people are. That's fine. Uh, it's just the giving away a case and not giving you the game on a disc just uh, <laughs> made me go, what the fuck? Uh, uh, so is the game available on disc at all? It will be, yes. But you don't get it with that edition. And obviously the scalpers have dived in here already. Yeah, that's the other side of this is this is sold out and on eBay you will find it uh, you know, upwards of five hundred quid for this thing. I I think the scalpers have really shot themselves in the foot this time. Like someone's gonna turn like if you're if the, if you've got one of these ravenous crazy people who are sending their penis in, right? They <laughs> don't give a fuck about your collector's edition. These people sound like they just want have in fact they may even just want to watch someone play it on YouTube, I don't know. But I think there's going to be a lot of scalpers sitting there going, ah, bugger, I can't move this thing. Yeah, was it worth it for, you know, maximum profit? Especially since a video like, that people can see that it's not great. Yeah, I'm sure someone's liking that shit. Um, oh, yeah, that's another one. A seven-inch vinyl with two songs on it. What the fuck? Where's the, the soundtrack? Put the fucking soundtrack in there, you miserly bastards. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the first game got released on vinyl. Why not just give us the soundtrack? Yeah. Uh, um, I know. Uh, that that would probably be a collector's if it came with the full on vinyl. That I wouldn't mind. Not for God of War. I'm not not that big. I enjoy the game, and that is the the main thing. Mm. Um, I, I will I, pick this up eventually, but I don't think I'll be day. No, one. I'm not going to be in day one. I wasn't with the original, and I still didn't enjoy it any less. Mm. It, mm. I I have outgrown the need to play things day one. I think mm. you know I still do get some things they were. Ah, if you're excited say. about a game, you will get it. One, but if you think oh, I'd like to play that eventually, you know you're not like oh I have to be on the ground for everybody about it. You're like no 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 no. Yeah, scalpers are dead. Yep. Like I say, I reckon if you are like one of these people that does want something, and I am looking at that picture of that hammer, and I'm sorry that that's pathetic. Um, why not save your money and get yourself a cool statue? And I guarantee you can get if you're hanging. Oh, but I want the old man Kratos. There are old man's Kratos statues out there. And some of them oh, I've I. seen are fucking classless. No, there's definitely um, merch. Mm. There, there's loads of Kratos merch. Like, it would be easier to find old man Kratos than original Kratos at this stage. These days, uh. um, like, who gives a fuck about the original I, God of War trilogy? Old <laughs> really? man Kratos is he's well over now. <laughs> uh, but, well, this is what it is. Silly. I do like buying statues. I've been looking at the bubblehead nerd. Which one? The, the newest one that they... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pay what they're looking. I'm going to keep my own. How much was that again? 90. That's not that bad. It's the same size as Adam. And uh, I got Adam for 20 quid. 
Yeah, but I know Bubblehead. Um, I think this it. It does look. Good. Still can't find a decent Nemesis. I'd love to get a Nemesis. I can't believe I, I don't think that many. Over. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Um, he doesn't get the pop. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you get some very cool statues. If you're one of these people that does, like, yeah, as we were talking before we started recording, I got the I got the Marcus Phoenix statue. Well, I got the full epic edition a year or year and a half after Gears of War E for thirty quid, thirty fucking pound. And I think it was like a hundred when it. What's that? Forty five lids. Is that the Figma? That is the Figma. Nice. That's quite cheap. That's pretty good. So Figma is uh, a line of. Uh, really poseable action figures out of japan mm. um there's a lot of different different ones and they're very very collectible that is a figma that, that gut statue nice. uh, well action figure i have there um so that's a second printing but like they they're pretty limited run and uh. when they're the rare ones can go for a lot um it's a very fucking dark hole you could go down yep. if you there really you go, wanted. Folks. We've literally just proved that you can go out there and get the merch without having to pay for any collectors. I'm trying to see what that one that was announced. I know the one you're on it's about. On Zavi. That's where I was seeing it. If you search Zavi, Silent Hill statue Zavi, that's, we're not trying to we're not trying to promote that's the, the Zavi the, store the here, but just saying that's for I got me. And then you know because I bought and flat out, they go, "No, you might like this. You might like this. You might like." This. I was like, ah, I do like this, but you're asking. I'd love to get a good Doom Slayer statue or four for that. You need to be careful with Figmas because you do get fucking wish.com knockoffs. Aye, aye. Um, yeah, so, uh, wrestle then. We mm. will get to what is happening this weekend. Uh, Death Before Dishonor, mm-hmm. the second um, Ring of Honor uh, pay-per-view under Tony Khan, um, which is shaping up to be a very good show. Um, before that, we have Dynamite in this uh, Fighter Fest week one this week. Um we had some good shit happening we here. We opened up with a Belton match. Oh, yeah, opened up with Wardlow versus Orange Cassidy. Um, Orange Cassidy with the best friends, and we got into some shenanigans. Um, I, I like the the best friends getting interviewed, and they're like, "We're gonna cheat." They literally just a says, lot. We're gonna cheat <laughs> a lot. That's it. And uh, yeah, if that, I'm very glad that referee was there because. Um, <laughs> They were planning to kill Wardlow, literally kill him. Uh, Chuck Taylor uh, brings uh, produces a chainsaw from beneath the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Fucking chainsaw to like, put into the for Orange Cassidy to use. There was some pop from the crowd when he pulled that <laughs> out. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I love that. It was a price for Amsberg, wasn't it? The referee. Yeah. <laughs> he was like ejecting a best friend. He's like, "Take your chainsaw with you." <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, we thought that was the end of the shenanigans, and then obviously Cassidy's outside, and he starts beckoning Wardlow to uh, to come and get him. Yeah, and uh, Wardlow sort of stops dead and just reaches under the ring and pulls out Danhausen, and obviously p- crowd pops again, and Danhausen goes to do the curse motion, and then decides, no, this is a bad idea, and he sort of pats Wardlow, and Wardlow pats him back, and off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Then after this, we actually get the match, and so well done. Yeah, bit of fun at the start, and then into yep. the serious stuff. Um, yep. It's a very good match. Uh, Wardlow uh, flipping out of the what was it? The, was it? I think he went for the big DDT. Yeah, the does. spinning DDT, and Wardlow cartwheeling out of it. Holy shit! Hey. Amazing. Um, that was it. Was great. Um, yeah. Even I loved Cassidy's face when he did it. Even he was a bit sort of the fuck. And that's that's when you know you've when you know you get a crowd excited when Cassidy actually reacts to something because normally he's just going calm to what's happening. So he was like, mm. "Oh shit!" Yeah, um, yeah, really good, uh, 
good def- first defense. Um, mm. Obviously, Ward the wins. Just the one power bomb though, which I liked. Just one, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to way to uh, put Orange over because he does the power bomb and looks like no, nope, fuck it, yep, get, yep, get yep. him down quick because. Yep. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, he he took Wardlow further, really, than anyone has to this point. Yep. 100%. It was a competitive match. You even think, like, Wardlow knocked the absolute shit out of CM Punk. Yeah. And CM him. Punk won by luck. Yeah. Uh, or because MGF. Yep. You know. Like, Wardlow's been murdering big boys, the likes of freaking like Morrissey and boys like that. He was who MJF was bringing in and Wardle was yeah. murdering them. Uh, but he literally was like, no, I have to put Orange Cassidy down and finish this because this guy's causing me trouble. There was no foot on chest and pose. Aye, it was like, it was stay down. Like both hands, both shoulders. Yep. <laughs> stay the fuck down. Um, I like that. That, but that, that's that's. There's nothing like Orange Cassidy in wrestling now. Nope. Just nothing like him. Uh, I'm surprised yeah, more people haven't tried to copy him. Yeah, I'm a wee bit surprised at that. There's maybe I, even. I think in, in in certain promotions they just will not put up with the the silliness. Yeah, and they don't see it. But it's like, come on, guys! Like, look at him go. That, that tells a story there. Um, they've turned this whole lazy thing into a persona that he uses to wind people up, and mm. it was it was very well told in this match. That's exactly what he was trying to do the entire time. He's almost like he would be. He's more of the heel. Yeah, because he's using like filthy tactics there and. Um, <laughs> Worked it worked really well. Uh-huh. I love to but sign of respect at the end there. Yep. Um I Wardlow even tweeted out uh, Cassidy's one tough son of a bitch <laughs> and all this here. I was like, that's class. Well done. Yeah. He, he, like Cassidy lost, but that, that made him look like a fucking Yeah, he's uh, as you say, hey. he's gave Wardlow his longest, most competitive like he I'm pretty sure he had Wardlow off his feet in the ring a couple of times. Yeah, so yeah. Was, uh, um good. Jericho stuff. Promo talks about Eddie and the barbed wire match. Um, he kept calling the barbed wire everywhere. Yeah, that's what it's called. Is that what it is? Barbed that? wire everywhere death match. Right, okay. With a shark cage. With the shark <laughs> America loves Shark Week. I don't get it, but yeah. whatever. Mm. Um, apparently the Rock's involved in Shark Week on Warner uh, Discovery, so mm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rock confirmed for Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it's just him being all like, uh, you know, I'm as I'm as crazy as you, j- just because you like Terry Funk and Onita and all those guys. Uh, I'm 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 the pain maker. Hey, mm. where did pain maker become this thing? I, I don't know. It's not like a hardcore thing. Well, he first did it because you know fighting Okada, who is the rainmaker. Mm. He's all like, well, I'm the pain maker. Like, very good, Jericho. You rain rain with pain. That's why father such as. That's why their lyrics are so good. Yep. Right. Uh, that's fine. This is <laughs> this is gonna be fucked up. <laughs> I like this. Is, uh, that depends what that barbed wire looks like. We'll yeah. see how clipped is it. Um, well, Ben Kingston, you never know who. Yeah, and and Jericho just seems to think he's got something to prove, even though he really doesn't at this no, stage. He um, yeah, but then we get Kingston with uh, Ruby and Ortiz. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna hurt Jericho and enjoy yep. it. That's my outline. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he gets five minutes, or, and this is what I get. I, uh, I love that Kingston just, like, tells a wee bit of truth there. Yeah. You know. and Behind the curtain. I uh, love it. still keeps it to the show, which yeah, is yeah. excellent. He's brilliant. Um, his, his whole My Ruby promo last week is... John Moxie versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Jesus Christ. What a match. Everyone wants to wrestle Takeshita. Takeshita's fucking brilliant, hey? Aye. They should sign his ass. 
I I feel like we're saying this every week. Yep. But cannot overstate how much I like Takeshita. Fucking excellent. He's quickly become one of my favorites right now. Uh, that uh, that diving shoulder is that's a thing of beauty. That's and his drop kick. Yep. And it, oh, it's he's he's very very good. He is. Um, Mox requested this match. Didn't he, he did. Yes. Um, which became a, an eliminator match. Um, Tony Khan didn't make it a title match because. Um, it wouldn't be fair to Eddie Kingston who had beat him last week and just because yep. Mox asked for a match doesn't mean mm. it has to be a t- title match. Um, but if Takeshi wins this, he gets a title shot, which, mm. surprise, he didn't. Um, but again, put on a really good show. Uh, I don't oh, think no. losing matters to this guy at all. Nope. But I would like to see him start winning some matches. Um, and he has been tweeting about William Regal and mm. working with him, and he'd like to join a unit in AEW. Oh shit! So be good for that. Axe even even uh, even took a blade during the Mox match, didn't he? Yes, yes. He the we have blood yep. um, because it's Moxley. Yep. <laughs> you have to. Why? What about the, this? Is randomly right in the middle of this? Uh, the the PG era is over in oh, WWE. Yeah, WWE. They're going as of tonight. It's TV fourteen. What the fuck are they going to do? Somebody's just going to walk out and go, shit. <laughs> it's probably Vince McMahon. Probably Vince. Uh, I was saying, it's like uh, Vince McMahon is not allowed to appear on PG-13 or PG-TV anymore because of all the shit he's been up to. So this is how they're going to get around it? So, no, I'm joking. I know. <laughs> but you, you could actually, you know, we're joking. Fuck, you could probably try and do something with this. Oh, some of the, the stuff where, like... M- He's going to try and be, like, in a storyline with someone, and uh, it's going to be really inappropriate. Apparently, there's more shit coming. Oh. And then that's what I was I was thinking, is exactly what you were thinking. Is like, he's that fucking arrogant. He's going to do some fucking angle that they can't do on PG, and he switched to TV 14 so he can go on TV and do some disgusting fucking angle uh, with his old man balls. Yep. And his semen. Yep. And... He can fuck off. He'll finally get to do the stories obsessed way, and because uh, I know he always wanted to do an incest story with Steph. I'm not <laughs> kidding when I say that. He was obsessed in the early 2000s with doing some type of incestuous story. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, back to good rest. Uh, House of Black uh, saying Darbell and he's dead, and we see clips of uh, Brody King. Just where was that? Some shopping mall. He's <laughs> just like putting him through yep. tables full of merch. Yep. Just wreck some shop. That's what you get for trying to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a situation here. In the ring, we have Griff Garson and Brian Pillman Jr. On the way to the ring, we have Christian Cage. You know where this is going. Oh, fuck me, hey? This is the best day of my life. Oh, there's some Brian Pillman shit. Oh, fuck, man. Of course, Christian's going after his dad. Uh, um, well, he doesn't say anything bad about his dad. It's like, you, on him. you're a disgrace. Yep. You'll your never fill your dad's shoes, basically. <laughs> Um, and yeah, uh, th- there's an official match here. It, it is one of your favorites versus one of your most hated. Yep. And your favorite is on a monster heel run. So yep. uh, the other guy ain't going to do too well. It was quite clever, though, the way they brought back the whole thing of from BT about Griff Garrison and Jungle Boy. Uh, they look then, at some of they showed the picture. And uh, like, Christian just goes, get him. <laughs> and he fucking murders him. Yeah. And he murders Pullman afterwards. So that's an interesting thing that development to this now. So we now know that Luchasaurus holds some something against Jungle Boy, and I'm thinking 
Christian's probably done some like, oh, it's his fault you lost the titles. He, he, he or his fault about Marco. And that, uh, well, obviously he's he's in his ear talking mm. around, and, and we're seeing that now. He's like, oh, there's a guy that looks like him. Fuck him up. Go uh, kill. Um, okay. We get Pullman on a, on the timekeeper's table and uh, and choke slam and Griff Garson three Pullman through the table, which is two choke slams because yep. that table was stubborn. Yep. Um. Good segment though. I'm liking this Luchasaurus Christian stuff. Yep. Um, Christian's too good. At, too good at being a nah, he's an not asshole. Fucking amazing asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. So Jim Ross comes out. R two. R two. I'm guessing that's just standard now. R two. Jim Ross. He's also on Rampage. Yeah. So we still have the same amount of Jim Ross. Yeah. Broke up a bit. Yeah. Fair mm. enough. Uh, that more Taz though. We get two Taz. Yes. So I'm happy with that. Uh, Silver and Reynolds called out House of Black as well. <laughs> yeah, fucking Death Wish. Who's the king of the spooky perverts? <laughs> That's what you see um, John Silver saying. It's like, Brody King's mad at him. Um, or no, uh, Chuck Taylor's mad at him because uh, he called House of Black spooky perverts as a reference to back when Best Friends called Dark Order spooky perverts, but no one remembers that, so they just think John Silver came oh, up with a spooky perverts thing. Like, Stealing, he stole Chuck Taylor's joke. You know what I learned today, by the way, quickly off topic? Mm-hmm. Peter Avalon called Austin Gunn an ass boy long before Danhausen during an episode of Dark. Oh. And I, he's got a microphone in front of a crowd. No, he's all, it's Billy Gunn and son. So you're Billy Gunn. You must be an ass boy. Oh. And the crowd actually chanted an ass boy. And uh, Austin played up to, you know, sort of, hey, I'm my father's son and all this here when they were still goodies. And obviously, Peter oh, Avalon's no. all, I did this first, and Danhausen's all, does it count? <laughs> yeah, he's right, it was on dark. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he may have done it first, but Danhausen got it over. Yeah, before he even worked in the company. <laughs> um, we got Claudio Castanoli um, uh, versus Jake Hager. Um, and I wish he'd done this match before Jim Ross came out. Jesus, I Fucking me. hell. He loves him some Jake Hager, hey? Like, even when Hager was getting his head kicked in... <laughs> Jim Ross is talking about how great Hager is, and you're it's like, like "Gone, call the match for Christ's sake!" Man's lying on his fucking face, getting his fucking legs bent around the back of his neck, and you're like, "Oh, he's fucking murdered!" You're like, "No, he's getting murdered." Mm, the match was grand. It though. was grand. Yeah, it was, it was a good match for Hager. Like, yeah, um, that's just how good Claudio Claudia was. was. Um, old <laughs> we the people chant at yep. the same time. Um, See, Claudio takes that. Yes, of course. Well, yeah, he's an animal. He's strong. Uh, we got a hook interview. <laughs> you know how that goes. Yep. Although I liked what she said. Uh, is Hook wanting a title shot? Or is there anything else Hook is interested in? And he just keeps staring at her and you're like, mm, <laughs> maybe there is something that Hook's interested in. Although isn't that Morrissey's actual missus? I don't know. I think that's Big Morrissey's actual missus. So uh, that could be an interesting feud down the line. <laughs> Uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm and then Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter interrupt them and we get fucking Britt Baker coming in with a sandbag yep. and Tony and then says you carry her for a month and walks away yep. I think that, that that's I think that, that puts an end to any of she was sandbagging or there's heat between Thunder Rosa because uh, you wouldn't be, surely you wouldn't be doing that if there no. was actual heat there definitely um, not so that that's one thirty second segment for the woman, and then we got Anna J versus Serena D, which to be fair was a good match. Yep, short. Um, this was Anna J's hometown. Yeah, which is why there was the big 
But she looked. Mm. Adib's going in challenge for the Ring of Honor World Women's Title or Dishonor. So it makes you wonder because uh, they do this often: is we'll give the loser of the title match a win, you know, to get their momentum up, get make mm. them a threat, and have them lose. But Dave's been murdering for a long time. This is true. Uh, so I think it's just to continue the badassness. And Anna Jay gives her a good match. Like It's not like it was a squash match. No, no, it definitely wasn't. I'm loving this thing Anna Jay's doing, by the way, before the Queen Slayer, where like, her opponents are sort of facing her. She sort of kicks them around with her legs. She sort of flicks them around, and they uh, land right in her arms. Yes, she just yes. Goes uh, in for the that's, choke. that's very it's cool. It's very cool. Um, it's it's just a shame about the, the time. Uh, again, I mentioned this last week, and this is the same this week. The, yep. The, the women seem to be getting less and less time as the ah. weeks go on. It, it was kind of ridiculous this week. It was. Um, uh, Rampage was no better either. No. Fuck. Way worse. Uh, you, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, Saddam Singh, just promoting his match against uh, Smojo. Death Force Honor for the, the TV title. Um, yeah, and this, this weird uh, thing after, uh, with Anna Jay then, uh, Ty Conti coming in, um, tells her you need to make better choices for your career. I don't know. If it's finally time for uh, Ty Conti to have a match and they're thinking we'll build up a feud between them two. Former partners. Or is Anna Jay going to turn heel? Nah, she's way too over to turn heel. And like, she'd be turning on the Dark Order. Yes, yeah. but I, I wouldn't say it's out of the realm of possibilities. Uh, main event was the World Tag Team title match, the triple threat. Young Bucks swerving our glory, Team Taz. It was very I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. It's a Young Bucks match. It's, it's exactly that. You have a Young Bucks match, that's all you need. The, the, these guys are incapable of putting on bad matches. I don't think it, they know how they. Uh, I think, yeah, probably some people would disagree. Fuck some people. Those people are wrong. Yep. No, this was <laughs> absolutely a great match. I love the dynamic. The whole thing at the start, we uh, Keithley and Matt, you know, Matt fucking mucking around, and he's all, nope, nope, uh, fuck this, I'm out of here, and he tags Nick as well. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to face Keith Lee. He's very big. Yep. The Bucks are so good at being They're so good at being, like, they know when they're not liked. Because like, I know there are some people that are, out there saying, so, oh, the books need to go away for a while. They've got go-away heat. And you're like, no, they're doing their job if you don't like them. They don't go. have go-away heat? No. What? what? They, they barely have heat. Yeah, job, I know. They still get cheered when they come out. I know. They're fucking meant to be maniacs. Fucked. I know. But, uh, you do know you're watching AEW? Yeah. The, uh, whoever said that is a fucking... Some job or uh, Them having go-away heat isn't you sitting in your house seething because people are having fun watching the Young Bucks and, uh. and you want to watch... I. I don't know what what's what what do you want? You don't want to watch good tag team wrestling. Yeah, I mean you gotta take away from from uh like what AEW's done for tag team wrestling. They've been at the center of it. It's 100%. there. They are the driving factor. Um, yep. and that, that like that that sort of stuff has made FTR absolute fucking superstars. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't get this. Where it's all it's all just spots. It's like you do know what modern wrestling is and. Yep. AW has made a, a name doing a bit of everything. Yeah. Like like I said, you also have FTR. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That is the style of the Bucks. It's not like every match is a Young Bucks. Every tag team match, sorry, is a mm. Young Bucks match. A Young Bucks match has a, a theme and a style, and it is a style I fucking love. If you don't love it, then, I don't know, don't watch it. But During this match, mm. there was a wee thing yes. that happened. Yes. And I thought, oh, I know how this is ending. Yep, yep, yep. Keith Lee... Pulls Matt Jackson's shoe off, and I was like, ah, oh, Keith, uh, what have you done? Yep. As soon we, as I seen it, I was like, oh, no. You know, the pattern has been if, uh, if you take Matt Jackson's shoe off, 
you lose. And that includes Matt Jackson yep. taking his own shoe off. He yep. loses. Yep. Um, but no, uh, Keith Lee and Spurs Strickland are the new tag team champions. What a finish. Eh? Did not see that coming. Nope. And I love those types of finishes. Like when you go, holy fuck. Yeah, it definitely was a holy fuck one. Yeah, mm. you just get the Starks takes the the points from Keith Lee. Uh, Swerve does his uh, Swerve stump off the top rope, pins him one two three. Um, we got new champions. Uh, don't know what's gonna happen now. That, that is, there was a wee moment between Keith Lee and Swerve during the match as well. You know when they were all, all trying to use the belts on each other. Mm. I did think Keith or Swerve was gonna smash Keith Lee in the face and be they all, just ah, they ha-ha. keep they keep teasing that and yeah. now they're the champions it's uh th- that'll be interesting to to keep going on that even though they have the belts yep um it's the story you probably tell with these then what's the crack with ftr is uh, i assume well ftr coming in and take it off them uh i'm not too sure obviously we were talking a while ago and uh we, i think we were right in saying that the original plan the bucks were not even two-time champions. this is true they, they, they weren't to supposed the to have those titles yeah so the Bucks obviously, I guess there's something coming up. Because I I think their next big story is the inner war between the elite. Yeah. And they couldn't obviously be doing that if they had... But we, they need to wait for all these injuries. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking so everyone's injured. They might take a breather for a while anyway, so everyone forgets. Obviously, they couldn't do that if they were the tag champs. So they hand the belts over to the next best team, who they were. But they weren't even fun with. They just everybody. So Starks and Hobbs are swerving. So we'll just throw ourselves in the middle of this, give the belts up to them. So that way, we don't have the belts. We can, you know, head off for a while. And then once everyone go again, we get the big elite civil war. Yeah. But like you say, what's next for the tag team? Obviously, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy had to drop the belts so they do their story. If the Hardys were, like, say they didn't, which I'm glad they aren't, to be fair. It sounds horrible, but, you know, they weren't. I say they. Jeff was not having the best time there, and then you could just tell us. Matt yeah, he, he got uh, he he took a shot to the head early in that match. Yeah, he was concussed. That's he, uh, why he was moving weird. Yep. Uh, you know, so you have the Jungle Boy loses something, so they obviously had to give up the belt. Say, would it be FTR? Or is this finally the time for Santana and Ortiz to come in and go right? No, it's not. No, sadly, because Santana's injured, and then apparently Conan says the two of them. Aren't seeing idea. Aren't, aren't on the best of terms. Mad because into your like best friends. So we could could see Santana. But I think one of the issues is like Santana wanting to like do single stuff and Ortiz not mm. taking too kindly to that. Like, why would you want to get his way? Because he's definitely got the potential there. He does. I think obviously the way Santana, if they, they just haven't been given a chance to either, is a, they've had great tag team matches. But you give me <coughs> a great Santana Ortiz match, and yeah, it's because they were wrapped up with groups. Chris Jericho. Yeah, just you say groups, Aye, true. but it's all revolves around Chris Jericho. Jericho. They cannot get away from him. Aye, true. Like he, Sammy Guevara needs him. Santana Ortiz yeah. need to get away from yes. him. Yes, and it doesn't matter like what side he's on. It's just like, Aye. come on, let them do something in the best tag division in wrestling yep. as a tag team instead of being stuck to Chris Jericho. Uh, and they are such a good tag team as well. Yeah. But like I said, obviously with that injury and what will happen. Yeah, we've new tag team champs. On Rampage then, uh, that promised John Silver, Alex Reynolds versus uh, Brody and Malachi. Uh, this match was it was a grand match. It was, yep. well, it was a good, very good match. But it was just an excuse to have them out in the ring so we could have the inevitable fucking sting. Or oh, at least nothing happened. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad there was no back and down or anything. Like he's Malachi fucking black. If you were going to do that, that is probably the best way. Um, hmm. cause uh, but 
after the match, Brody gets attacked by Darby. They go fight off. Fuck knows where. Yep. And then we have Malachi just standing watching, not helping. Yep. Because that's Malachi, and that's he knows Brody can handle. Now yep. He's just leader of the House of Black, and he's just gonna watch. And Sting comes out behind them. They sort of face off, just stand there, and then both turn to go back down their mm-hmm. perspective. And then Sting turns and goes up, and then Malachi turns around again. And say what? I fucking have you, son. <laughs> And then they just slowly walk back down the ramps again. Mm. Um, yeah, at, at least at least he didn't make Malachi Black look like a bit, which is what we were all worried about. Um, the house have to, they can't rival. I uh, did, uh, that'll be the worst one yet, hey? Yeah, that'll be the worst one yet. Like you've been building the house of black as these fucking. That's like killing their mystique type yeah. of thing. Danger. Yeah. All these fucking sting marks, loving it. I. Like, I was a thing. Like, Malachi should kick his fucking head off. Yeah, kick his fucking 60-something-year-old head off. Just, good night, Irene. Get out of here, old man. Like, I loved Sting, but even I'm getting fed up with him. It's like, lad. But, I sp- again, like, I don't know what the story is backstage, whether it's me being a super fanboy, but, oh, look, we're going to have Sting do this and Sting do that and Sting do the other. Like, yeah, but thinking about your actual talent. Uh... Really good. What like after that, Malachi's problems are just piling up. Not a really good promo from Miro. Yeah, but um, his last couple of words were like, "Ooh, did you send the House of Black to destroy the Redeemer or to recruit me?" Fucking Miro in the House of Black could be interesting. Fuck. There you go. Um, there you go. Sting's about to beat the House of Black, and Miro comes down and murders Sting. Should have let the pagans take me, or should have rip off their heads and take their spines. <laughs> <laughs> He is away with words. Oh, I fucking love Miro. Love him. Uh, Lee Moriarty versus Jonathan Gresham. This was a great match. Why wasn't this the main event? Aye, true. What is going on? We're trying to sell a pay-per-view here, and the world title can get on the main event. Uh, yes, this was a match. Fucking, is it just me, by the way, or is Cage got bigger? Very big. Mm. When I seen him come out there, I was all, is he always that big? <laughs> That's the first time we've seen him on AEW TV in a long time. Um, yeah, so obviously Gresham won. Yep. Um, and we still don't know who's facing at the pay-per-view. But we get that answered. Um, Gresham gets a microphone. Did you see me win? Fans don't know what you're uh, talking about. You're going to see my face every week. Uh, best hopeful wrestler in the world. Uh, Claudio Castanoli's music hits and he just walks out. I was like, oh, I guess we have our challenger. So we're going to have uh, Claudio versus Jonathan Gresham. Claudio never actually won. He was at Ring of Honor, but never won the title. So I don't see him winning, no. It's like just walking in, like, I'm the champion now. Uh, I'm the big deal. Uh, Gresham's been defending that belt since that company, well, quote-unquote, went under, and now they're obviously back, and he's still the champ, like. Yeah. But he's been defending it on different promotions. He has, I, I kept it alive, like. Aye. Um, yeah. I, love the, I love his mask coming to the ring, that big octopus, or that big Cthulhu thing. It looks cool as fuck. Fucking class looking. It's good because he, he's very short. Yeah. Uh. It's a good way to make him look intimidating. Yeah, yeah. He's a wee bricky a man. Too. He is. Uh, he's he's, nearly, he's, he's like John Silver. He's nearly as white as he is tall. Uh, it's, um, I think stretchy. Just mm. stretch a fuck out of here. Christopher Daniels um, <laughs> basically saying to Jay Lethal, leave Joe alone. I'll Run. fight you. <laughs> I'll see. Love CD does. Coming to the defense of Joe. Mm. Uh, right, Chris Statlander and, Fal- and Athena versus the Renegade Twins. 
Uh, this was a squash match. 30 seconds. Um, Although, they were very heelish because they bit the piss out of him before the bell even went. Yeah, and then then <laughs> it was almost as, as if the uh, the bodies were making a save. Yeah. If you get Layla, Layla Gray jumping on the, <laughs> the ring and getting, and getting the shit knocked out of her. Um, and then Jade Cargill and Kiara Hogan comes running down to save her. Um, I, no, that, that's it. That That's all your women's. Yep. Um, Gun Club coming into the ring to explain why they turned on the acclaimed. And it's like, it's wrestling. What do you want? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That was it. It's wrestling. Get over it. Uh, and then Bones and Caster come out. No rap. No rap. What the fuck? I know. Billy Gunn tries to go, oh, let's do the scissor thing one more time, then we'll go our separate ways. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> getting kicked in the face. Uh, and then the main event is Private Party versus the Lucha Bros. Um, good to see Private Party well, on good TV. To see Private Party on TV. Um, doing their stuff. Was this a one-time only thing, though? Their st- that HFO thing or AFO or whatever the fuck, that's all dead now, isn't it? Yeah, because it's uh, Faction de yeah. Inglobernales. Um, and he called them losers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I assume he should be done with them after this. Um, but yeah, this this was this was another great match. Uh, yep. Good tag team, high flying. Um, just a bit of shit going on outside the ring. Oh, so much actually, a lot of shit going on outside the yep. ring because you like you have your man. Run around with the two masks because uh, they they have one a Penta's mask and one a oh, Phoenix's Phoenix. mask and uh, what do you call them? Jose the Jose. assistants running around with them. You've got yep. Alex Abrahantes wanting to beat the shit out of Jose. <laughs> Any excuse to attack him? <laughs> and then Andrade's there. And then Rouge comes out for no reason yep. and doesn't do anything. Nope. Just look at me. I'm here. He got in the ring and went after Penta. Then got out, but then Penta. Did his finisher yep. <laughs> and won the match, and I was like, "Huh? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the the Roosh thing miscommunication, uh, maybe. Uh, I hope this isn't going bad already. Mm. Or the rumors you heard about Roosh being about a uh, fucking prick. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that's the match itself was good though. Aye, no surprise. Other boys wouldn't be putting on a uh, bad match. Nope. Uh, so this Saturday, Sunday, Death Before Dishonor. Mm. What's our card looking like? Uh, we have the Briscoes and FTR in a two out of three falls match for the title. Two. That'll be good. We've Serena Deeb and I reckon Deeb will be taking have this. E- yeah. You would mm. sort of. Joe and Jay Lethal. Joe Jay Lethal. I see Lethal taking that. Mm. Um, and Gresham Claudio. Gresham Claudio. But don't forget, uh, well, which will probably be match of the night. Yep. Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia. Oh, yeah, that's right, for the pure title. For the pure title. That'll be fucking incredible. That is going to be a match and a half, and I cannot wait. Um, And that's going to do us for Mm. this week, and we'll be back to talk about that next week. Um, But until then, uh, goodbye. Bye.